Okay, this is Gentry with another episode of Paint People, and I'm here with Nick Blunt, our Vice President of Operations for the Midwest, and we're going to talk about color matching today. So kind of to get started, Nick, what, like, let's take it back to the real basics. If you need something matched, and maybe at this point we're just talking about uh, any person needing something matched, what are, what kinds of things do you need to bring into the store to make that happen? Well, optimally, Gentry, the, uh, the best thing to bring in would be a quarter size sample of what, what you would like matched. And there's a number of reasons for that. One, over time, especially the longer time that has elapsed, um, pigments have a tendency to fade especially in direct sunlight and so you know you may know what the color is but that color has changed over time so if you want a true match the best thing is to bring in a quarter size sample and I say a quarter size because um, there's different methods we use to do color matching and that's going to give us the the best optimal size sample that we could either technically analyze it using a spectrophotometer or it, it allows us enough of a surface area that we can actually look at it and get a good assessment of that color and, and what pigments are going into that that to make that color excellent okay if you so that's I'm assuming that is if you are have a own a building or own a home or um, are a professional and you're getting ready to work on something but that would probably be in the case that you can't find any touch-up paint mm -hmm. anywhere. Yeah. If you can find touch-up paint, um, what are we looking for there to bring into the stores? Yeah, if you could, if you have uh, cans of paint sitting at home, it, let's say you're just a homeowner or a rental property owner, if you have those cans of paint, um, it, you know, bring those in. Even if, even if the paint inside is completely dried up and cracking and, and of no use to you, we can at least take a look at the sticker that most paint stores, even if it's not a Spectrum paint store, we could take a look at that sticker to get a good assessment of, of what, what's in that can and then potentially match to that color. Now, if you're looking to do touch-up again and it's been some time, maybe you haven't painted in, in five years or so and you're looking to just do some touch-up, um, we probably still need that quarter size sample because of the the, the sunlight uh, degradation on on that those pigments, uh, but definitely that can is very helpful. The sticker on the can, even if you just take a, a picture of that, if you do decide to dispose of old paint cans, um, take a picture of that, put it in your file somewhere, just save it on your phone, and that way we we know what was in that can at some point. Yeah, that's a great point. It's not something you think about when you like first purchase a used home no not at all but something that we often find people are looking for later on um and so going back to what you talked about with touch up so touch up is something that really you can only achieve if you know the exact sheen and you know mm -hmm. the exact product that was used before yeah. and even then to your point i mean say well if you're talking exterior that's obviously a lot of sunlight there but even a room with a lot of sunlight or if you're talking about an alkyd or an uh, something like that there's going to be 
a lot of color differentiation between the brand new paint yeah. and what's there before. So that's where the sample comes in with the touch up to where we can get as close as possible. And and it's not going to touch up if you don't have all of those things, but in that case we recommend, you know, repainting the the wall or the um the entire trim of yeah. that wall or something like that if you have I'm kind of thinking too about situations where you have to do a renovation say you've got s flooding or you, a pipe burst in a room and you've got to replace trim I had that happen recently oh <laughs> so that's <boy>. <laughs> specifically <laughs> thinking about the store matching my trim and altering the color a little bit because it the color had faded um, from the original formula and so. that's that's a great example because even if you and, and you working in our industry you you n probably knew what your colors were mm -hmm. but if we would have just shot that color and, and sent you home it wouldn't have matched it wouldn't have been a good match because you had that degradation over time right the pigments so setting up expectations for customers is probably the trickiest thing because a lot of people yeah. sometimes come in and just think they can touch up with knowing the color yeah but there's so much more trickiness i guess for lack of a better word that's a good word um okay so let's talk about you know you are over all of our midwest stores so let's talk about uh our well different ways to color match and yeah. then you can kind of get into our minimum standards for color matching absolutely so one of the things that we pride ourselves on is our, our color matching ability um we we take it back to really there's two ways to color match if you break it down in the simplest form there's technical and there's manual um, technical is where you're using a spectrophotometer which is just a fancy word for a, a color computer it shoots shoots light at the color gets a reading and breaks that down into components and says okay this is this is what this color is and this is what uh, colorants you should add to the paint to make this color the other method is manual, um, and that's where we're using our eye. Uh, both methods have pros and cons to each. Um, the pros with the with the eye is that you know everybody you're looking at the paint, you're looking at the color, and and ultimately it's, it's human beings looking at that color. So you want to make sure that you get a human perspective on it. Um, the cons to that is that all of our eyes are a little bit different. I'm going to see different colors than you. I'm, I'm going to see uh, colors different in different lights. Um, you'll see those differently than I do in different lights. Um, there's, there's a lot of variables that go into human eyes. Um, so that's where one of the pros of the technical matching is, is that it, 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 it takes that human variable out of it. It's simply coming back with a reading and saying, "This is what I, you know, this is what I as a computer see," and here you go. Um, the cons with that, though, are is it it it's does it takes the human element out of it. It's simply using math and taking those readings and and giving giving you a reading on it and telling you this is what the color is. One of the things that I'm very proud of with with our stores is that we start folks off with the manual method. Um, that way, if, if we have a, a spectrophotometer down, um, our guys can continue to color match. I think one of the things you'll find with other paint stores, um, most paint stores are very re re rely heavily on that, that, uh, the spectro. Um, they're going to go in, you're, or you're going to go in, you're going to ask them for a color match, they're going to take your sample, they're going to put it into the, the computer, 
whatever formula comes out, that's what you're going home with. Our stores, we take it to the next level. We're going to look at it. We're going to analyze it. We're going to make sure that human element is taken into consideration. We're going to make sure it also matches with the computer. And, uh, and so we use both methods uh, in, our, in our stores. Awesome. So you know, you're kind of talking about <clears throat> if, I'm, if I'm a person going into, especially like a big box store, I mean, they, they rely pretty heavily on those. And you just you, yeah. you pick a color, a popular color um, that you don't pick out in the store that you've picked out online. I mean, Pinterest and Howl's and there's so many popular websites these days for, for finding colors that, you know, we find that when people are coming in, they kind of already know based on their online research and friends and social media, kind of what colors they want to go with. Um, if, if it's not manufactured by uh, the brand of paint that that store is carrying, then the formula is not going to be exact. It's going to be based on a computer, and it's not always super accurate. And when you, um, you know, like you said, big box stores um, – national paint chains you know they usually they just shoot the closest match and go they don't even look at it yeah um and we we, we've done a lot of research in that area so that's just something to keep in mind i think um and you know the same goes for for us as far as if someone comes in with a competitor color we it's not going to be perfect um but we do have um, what we consider excellent standards for color matching in that we will check it to the original yeah. and we will get as close as possible, um, unlike, you know, all of our competitors. So um, talk about um, the term for measuring that we use and, and specifically which what standard we have. But um, so when you're using a... a spectro there's a term called delta e what does that mean yeah so delta e is the um if you're if you're measuring between a standard meaning the color that you want to match against and then your match um there, there's a variance between the two uh in statistics that's often called delta uh e is the measure of of the conglomeration of those those measurements so you got lab and then the you put all those together, and if and not to get too technical here, but if you you can actually graph this on a three-dimensional graph, and that point is is E. That's where that falls on the graph. So delta E is the difference between those two points. Now, obviously, if you're if you're matching a color, you want those points to be exactly the same, because that means it's it's the exactly the same color. So in all of our stores, um, our standard operating procedure is anything over five gallons, we're going to do a double eye verification. So that means somebody's going to look at it and say, yes, I think this is a good match. Then they're going to turn and look to another employee and say, hey, do you think this is a good match? And if they say yes, then the next step is using a, a data color color reader. Now, this is a small device. We actually sell them in our stores, and you can use them for color matching to get to get a uh, you know a reading of what what color is on the wall. Or you can use it. There's a quality control function that that we use quite often, and that's going to give you a delta E reading and tell you whether it's a, a pass fail. In our stores and in, in in the industry, 
the industry standard for Delta E is one Delta E or less is considered a good match. Obviously, zero is 100% perfect. That, that means it's exactly the same color. Um, so that's, that's what we use. We use the double eye verification with the, uh, the color reader um, verification, make sure that it's uh, one Delta E or less. And, and if it's not, then we're going to continue to adjust until we get in, into, that, that, uh, into that range. Uh, one thing I, I did want to mention is, you know, we have the capability. If somebody doesn't need a perfect touch-up, generally speaking, we're going to go to touch-up quality. We just we take pride in what we do, and we really we want our customers to be satisfied. So, generally speaking, we're going to we're going to go to touch-up quality. We understand that sometimes folks don't need that; they they're looking for close, and and if that's the case, and they need to get out of there quicker, um, we can do uh, just shoot it at the Spectro and, and get a formula and, and send them on their way. Uh, but generally speaking, I'm, we're going to use the method that I just described, double eye verification, and then, and then finding uh, that Delta E reading with a color reader. Excellent. Um, I think we covered a lot. Is there anything else that you can think of that we, we missed on this topic? I don't think so, Gentry. I mean, I, it's, it's been a pleasure being here. Um, you know, color's really important. It's a huge aspect of our, our industry and uh, want people to be satisfied with uh, with how their, their project looks, whatever it is. Excellent. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, feel free to subscribe if you want to get a notification when the next time one of our episodes comes out. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks.